Welcome to another episode of Awkward Asian Girls Podcast, where we talk about all things awkward and uncomfortable because we are both of those things. I'm Lauren. And I'm Crystal. <laughs> and today, um, we're just kind of going to wing it because we didn't pre-organize this episode because um, a lot's been going on and... Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I got back from a trip. (laughs) Oh, yeah, sorry. We will start by um, awkward fact of the day. Um, It's not that interesting, (laughs) but I did not know that riding a scooter, like a Lyft scooter, is more expensive than getting an Uber. Like, Mm. (laughs) for, well, okay, it's the same price if you're alone. So it was like $13 for one trip, but it was $13 for each person. And if we got an Uber, it would have been $13 total. Mm, so yeah. that was awkward when we were like, oh, cool, let's like save money or, or be more environmentally friendly. And it was not friendly to our bank accounts. I was going to say, I wonder, like, is it... Is it scooters in general that are more expensive or like where you were at? They, you know how like there's surcharges for, you know, certain days and times of the day for Lyfts and Ubers. Is it like that for scooters in different places? Like, I, like, do you think that in San Francisco they're experiencing the same thing where they would rather just take a lift because it's cheaper than to take a scooter or even in in Hollywood I see people doing scooters all the time using scooters all the time like when we would go to concerts at Hollywood Bowl people would take scooters from Hollywood Bowl back down to Hollywood and Highland to like their car instead of like getting a lift or whatever hmm I was just I was just curious if you think that it's like that everywhere or if like you just happen to be in a city where the scooter was a little bit more expensive than you would have thought it would have been I mean maybe it is because there are some times where I see two people riding one scooter (laughs) oh my gosh I would die me and Justin rode one scooter (laughs) together (laughs) and it was fine you didn't Um, almost die it was difficult (laughs) no we did almost die but it was not moving fast <laughs> I was I like think you should we, move fast we literally I think it was both of our first time first time using the scooters um and so we thought oh the scooter's battery is dying it needs to be charged because it's not going fast because other people were using it too because we used it um when we went to Wonderfront the it's a new festival in San Diego we went a couple years ago and we were trying to go from location to location because that's how their their festival set up. And so we saw other people just zooming by us and we're like, we look so dumb. We're going so slow. So we switched scooters, I think, two or three times. And I was like, I think it's just us. I think it's because there's two of us on it. It was so funny. It, we weren't dying. It was fine. It was just we were going really slow. So we couldn't die. <laughs> but like with the throttle and everything, it was fine because... Like, the acceleration out of nowhere mm. can be a little off-putting. It wasn't 
bad when there's two of us, I think because of the weight, but definitely when we decided to just take our own scooters, I was like, whoa, I like zoomed away way too fast and I was not expecting it to be like that. It definitely took a while to get used to it. Now that I'm thinking about it, we did use a scooter like during a really busy time in general and we got to our okay wait funny thing it said it would take us 28 minutes to walk to the destination it took us like about that time to scooter there so google maps was wrong or we were just going a lot slower than we thought we were going (laughs) even though we were passing by a lot of people (laughs) that's interesting (laughs) but um like if i think about it there was a lot of traffic during that time too so if we had taken a car it would have been like, way longer maybe i don't know dude but maybe you're paying for the convenience of like scootering versus walking or like having to deal with traffic and maybe. that's what you're paying for but like you said it's the experience <laughs> it is the experience and it was really it scary. was really scary I mean, I didn't go with you for for the listeners, <laughs> but when I did it the first time, <laughs> I went like when we first did it, it was just like on the boardwalk ish of like by the pier and stuff in San Diego. But then Justin wanted to go on to the like main streets, and I was like, "Where am I going? Like, I don't want to get hit by a car." It was so nerve wracking, and then you're not allowed to be Wait, on, you the on the sidewalks. Street? Okay, that's why I almost died. Yeah, you're not allowed to be on the sidewalks because that's for people walking, not scooters. Well, I know, but the streets were a little yeah. scary. Like, it was, like, not... There were a lot of cars. The streets weren't big. Well, we were in Washington, D.C. I was going to say, where were you? But, like, mm. it was just... Yeah, none of us really knew how to use the bike lane, so... <laughs> the streets were... The sidewalk was really busy. And the streets are busy. And I was just following behind yeah. everyone. Um, and so we almost died. Well, I almost died because I was trying to maneuver, like, behind people. And they're going slower than me, but then there was nowhere to go because there were so many people on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So I did not like it yeah, it definitely <laughs> is an experience. Still don't know if it's a good one or a bad one. Because <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about it, like, if I, I lived so. in a city, like, if I lived in L.A. where I see people using it, I always think when I see them, like, oh, that's handy. Like, because, uh, like, even when I go around West Hollywood or something, I'll see people, like, using it, carrying, like, their groceries or whatever, in their backpack and stuff. And I'm like, I feel like that's pretty handy. But... Yeah, I don't know. I just, I think because I have high anxiety that I'm like, oh, not my cup of tea. But that yeah, could just I, I don't know. It, it would be cool if it was on an empty street with no people and no cars. <laughs> and that'd be the only way I'd be down. Uh, that's funny. But, like, why did it, why did Google Maps say it would take us 28 minutes to walk and. It took us 28 minutes on a scooter. Well, like maybe we should have just walked. Did <laughs> you take the same route that Google Maps was taking you for walking? Yes. That's so weird. I was going to say, maybe you hit like a lot Obviously. of red lights, made some wrong turns, but I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> no. It was one, 
It was just like one long street. You should but you should uh, message Google Maps. <laughs> I will be messaging Google Maps. No. <laughs> oh my gosh! Speaking of being like a Karen. Uh-huh. Uh, at, <laughs> at work, we ran out of onion rings, and this lady was like, "Can I speak to your manager?" And I was like, okay, so I brought my manager out. Um, she told them we cannot put in anything that contains onion rings. We're not going to like try to complicate the, what is it called? When you're like, oh, inventory. We're not gonna like complicate our inventory with putting in stuff that contains onion rings. Wait, what? What and did they want? They wanted like, okay, so in one of our samplers we have onion rings and um, we couldn't ring in the sampler at all. Because it had onion oh, rings in it. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, like, most customers were fine with it. But this one lady was like, can I speak to your manager? Brought the manager out. My manager explained the situation. And so she walked away. I went back to the table, and I was like, okay, um, are you guys going to stay to eat? And she's like, um, your manager said she would let you ring in the sampler just without onion rings. And I was like, okay. And she's like, oh, and by the way, what was the name of your manager? And then I told her the name, and she was like, okay, I'm going to write an email to corporate. What? I was like, lady. Oh, my gosh. First of all, corporate is the one that... Set these. Yeah. Is telling us how to, like, work. We're not making Mm -hmm. this up. Like, we're not just making up rules. But that was very odd. Like... I hate people that do that. The whole time that the rest of the... Yeah, the whole time that the rest of the table was taking order, this lady was on her phone. Yeah. Like, writing an email about onion rings. <laughs> A strongly worded email. Like, it's so serious. <laughs> yeah, that was an awkward moment of the day for me. <laughs> but, yeah. I feel like um, you don't get those awkward moments a lot, working in a restaurant. <laughs> I don't or I do? No, I was, like, saying it as a rhetorical question, like, you don't get those? Like, I'm sure you do. Oh. I do, but for some reason, that was, like, like, immediately upon us not having onion rings, it was, like, manager. Oh, I just felt like that was so, uh, like, intense, so extreme of a situation. She's real serious Like, I understand her being upset. Yeah, like, okay, I go to a restaurant and I want to order a specific thing, they don't have it. (laughs) Um, I'm probably, yeah, well, okay, let's say I was a Karen. Like, the most extreme Karen I would be would be, like, I'll probably bitch a little bit about it to the waiter and be, like, oh, that sucks. Like, I came here for onion rings. Like, oh, I don't know where to go now. And then, like, complain a little bit. And that's probably the extent, like, of being a Karen. I could be. Mm. Maybe try to get free onion rings next time if I want to go that far. Mm. Like, to complain, but like really, like call a manager and email corporate. <laughs> just I don't know. Like what happened to you? Who, <laughs> Who are you? you? Or like what? What? She wh- was having a bad day. I want. Yeah, I want to know what will become of that like situation. Was this lunchtime I or dinner? Up, but <laughs> dinner time. Maybe she just like had a series of like poor experiences <laughs> throughout the day, and she was like. This is the last straw. No onion rings. I can't take it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
what I imagine. For real. <laughs> have, have you ever had any day like that where you just totally turned into Karen? I've, over I've something? not, mm, not that I can remember. Because you said you, like, you're fine complaining about shit. I, <laughs> to, like, companies. Uh, I don't do it all the time, but I, when I feel like it's necessary and, like, they should know, I'll do it. Um, but I don't feel like there was a time where I did that, where it was kind of like, I mean, it happens to me a lot. You can ask Justin where I'm always like, this would happen to me. Like something always goes wrong with my order out of everyone's at the table or what I ask for is either not available or they bring out the wrong thing or there's a hair in my food or a piece of fucking, um, there's like a staple in my food once, and I was like, "Where does this even come from?" Oh, wait, are you? Yeah, serious? I went to a, a cream barbecue, like all you can eat cream barbecue with my family, and it was in the macaroni salad, and I was like, "What is this sharp thing that I'm <gasps> chewing on?" And then I, <gasps> it was yeah. in your mouth already. So it was in my mouth. I could have gone some type of poison, like I don't know whatever I could have gotten poisoned oh my gosh um and gone sick so I like took it out and I showed the waiter and then they're like oh my gosh I'm so sorry they took the mac salad and then they came back and was like oh my gosh I'm so sorry like I don't know how that happened we'll I think he said like we'll take out one of your soju bottles out of like the four that we probably had he was like we'll take out one of the soju bottles I was like you're going to take out one of the soju bottles for me eating staples from your food. Like, you could have caught at least me. Whatever. Besides the point. At least they did something. But then he was like, oh, we, like, we dumped out that whole bin of macaroni salad. Like, we want to make sure that no one else gets it, you know, gets sick. Like, thank you so much for um, telling us, like, that that really helps us a lot. Like, I'm really glad you told me. Like, he kept talking and talking about how he was just grateful that I said something. Because I wasn't mean about it, but he just kept coming back, like, as if he was trying to do more, but he wasn't. He was just kind of bragging about how, like, oh, you saved a lot of people here, basically, from eating bad macaroni salad. I was like you're welcome I guess like what okay (laughs) and it was just so weird and I was like okay like there's no I don't know even the manager came by and and just said like the same thing like oh we dumped out the whole thing thank you for telling us but it wasn't even like really like oh my gosh I'm so sorry I don't know like what happened like we prepared this like there's nothing like that it was just more like oh thank you like they just kept telling me thank you I was like, okay, so weird. If that happened at my job, like, the whole entire bill would have been comp. Yeah, like, they didn't even comp me. And you would have gotten a free meal They literally didn't even comp my meal. They only comped one bottle of soju. That's ridiculous. You you could have died. Seriously, if I (laughs) saved your whole restaurant and, like, from people complaining more than just me like why was it just one bottle of soda that was caught yeah I don't know whatever I don't know see that like that's on another level like 
Yeah, but I would see, and I didn't even like care enough that much. I just said like, um, no, I you found definitely this did not in my mouth after I ate your mac salad. <laughs> like what? First, I was gonna make a joke like, why does this happen to you so much? Is Justin pranking Dude, you all the time? Dude, I seriously have Cause... no idea why it happens to me all the time, and I'm just convinced that the universe is telling me to not eat out. Like the universe is telling me like stop spending money unnecessarily and like eat at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I'm yeah, I think, telling myself. Because yeah. even with, like, just even with delivery services, like ordering food through DoorDash or Postmates, when I worked in office um, pre-pandemic, um, our coworkers would always want to order lunch. And um, whenever I'd order with them and they put it in, it's totally fine. But then if I'm putting the order in, even if, like, I'm putting it in for me and my other coworker or whatever, because I'm the one doing it for some reason, I have bad juju. And, like, either the delivery driver gets lost or they um, brought the wrong food or my order just can't be completed even after they already processed the whole thing and we're waiting for our food, like, some notification will pop up and say, like, oh, there was an error now, like, you can't, we can't complete your meal or whatever. Like, always something super random that no one else has ever gotten before. And I, it literally came to a point where my, my coworkers were like, yeah, no, Crystal, like, you're not ordering food anymore. I even you're used, not, like, yeah. their phone, like, their DoorDash account, and it still was, like, an issue anytime I, like, did the order so I'm like I'm not gonna touch anything yeah you guys do it dude that's it's, wild I, you're cursed I swear I am ask Justin I really am even when we order through drive throughs I'm like how do you mess up my order every time so I tell Justin you order I'm it I'm trying to think about uh, I'm trying to think about a time that happened with us it probably has I, I don't think it's happened never with made a big deal about it me yeah I think I'm just so used to it. Oh, well, remember when we went I remember to w- that restaurant um, in downtown? Ha- I remember going to Protein House. What? Protein House? Or remember when we tried to go oh, to Greens and Source. Proteins? And mm, one of the protein <laughs> things uh-huh. here, because there's so many. Um, oh, my we gosh. Them, like, we were trying to sandwiches think, are Yeah. Not. I think we were trying to get Greens and Proteins. <laughs> and... <laughs> They were like, oh, we're, we have no food available, but you can get a smoothie. <laughs> Literally, we drove all that way just to get grease and proteins. Uh, yeah, see, that's a good example. That Dang. shit is normal for me and Justin, unfortunately. <laughs> Justin has to deal with it, too. Um, but I was going to say, when, um, we, when we were in Vegas last um, with Jake, Christian... Stevie and then us um and we ate at that <laughs> restaurant in downtown mm-hmm. um I feel like it oh, happened yeah. there like I wanted to get something and then they said they didn't have it oh or yeah and I was like okay never mind I... was it the green tea I don't know it was something but I was like okay never mind it was something I, I do remember that and then I had to pick something else and I was like See, I do remember always. that but you never make a big deal about it yeah so. that's why I'm like I'm not a Karen about it because I, I think I'm not caring about it anymore because it's just just so normal for me. <laughs> Ooh, do you think the universe is trying to piss you off so you, like, become a Karen? 
I want to say no. I want to say the universe doesn't want more Karens out there, but <laughs> that's why I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to see it as, like, the benefit, the brighter side to it is that I'm supposed to be healthier and not eat out. <laughs> I'm supposed to cook yeah. my food. Uh, yeah. Especially now that festival season. Wait, is it even festival season because it's not even summer anymore, but... Everyone's. I mean, I feel like it is because you just went to like a mini one. Um, We're going to one next weekend, and then there's um, like Life is Beautiful and iHeart are on the same weekend. So technically, there's a lot of festivals going on right now. I feel like it is because they also just had another one um, in another state. I forgot what it was, but I heard about it. I feel like it is festival season. Do you think it's because of the weather? It's, like, still warm, but not too, like, it's not too cold, not too hot. I... Or does that I not matter? I want to say... It, it's, it's different everywhere. It's different everywhere. I feel like they just call it festival season because there's a lot of festivals going on at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, ooh, I want to ask you, so, for our listeners, we are going to Life is Beautiful in Vegas. Woo! Um, next I week. mean, this episode might come out after. <laughs> and I've never been. But is it coming out after? Uh, wow, way to have oh, faith sorry. in me. It's supposed to come out after, but... Oh, sorry. You know, <laughs> life and stuff. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to ask you, since you are a veteran of the festival, do you have any tips and tricks? Because I'm... I used to be really good at festivals or like planning out what I need to do, where I need to be, like how things are going to go, but mm. I'm back to not knowing cuz I gave up festivals for 3 years. Mm, yeah, I do remember you were like I'm not going to anything. It's like okay. <laughs> yeah. Um tips and tricks. So I mean definitely well the first thing that comes to my mind is because I'm trying to think of like what do I bring because I was texting my trainer and I was like because he's going too and I was like so since you know I'm going and you're going yeah him and another trainer both our trainers are yeah (laughs) um great we're gonna have to look (laughs) he was like I'm gonna find you and make sure like um you're not like you know messing up your diet and stuff and I was like okay so like what do you have any advice on how I should go about that weekend like in regards to trying to eat all the meals like I I don't even eat I maybe probably eat once or twice when I go to festivals if anything it's like one meal and then the other ones are like snacks or whatever and I'm like how am I gonna eat snacks in your life (laughs) but I was like how do you suggest I go about trying to stay on the meal plan while at a festival? And then he was like, um, do they let you bring in meal prep? And I was like, I've never (laughs) tried to bring in food. Like, like food, like a meal food. Probably I've tried to bring in snacks. I don't think that would. I don't think you're allowed to bring food at all because they have food sponsors and stuff. Like, that's not a thing. Um, and then he's like, oh, well, they let you go in and out. And I was like, well, I'm not staying in downtown. I'm staying on the strip. He's like, oh, that's far. Mm, well, I guess you just have to use, like, your better judgment and common sense when you, like, 
pick the food that's there. Like, obviously try to choose the healthiest one. I was like, okay, well, I knew that. I thought maybe you'd be like, well, maybe you should pack some almonds or I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting him to say, but I was like, okay, whatever. So I was like trying to think of like protein. Yeah. So that's what I, I texted him. I was like, oh, maybe I'll bring protein bars. And then I asked him if these brands were okay for me to eat, but he hasn't replied to me. But yeah, that, that came to my mind, um, to bring protein bars. But it's funny because I actually also just bought plastic flasks for us. (laughs) to bring to sneak in flasks like plastic flasks to sneak in how are you gonna sneak that in um so maybe this is a little trick for people who may have not done it what we usually do is especially because in vegas it gets cold at night um we also do this for coachella um we we always bring a sweater or a jacket or whatever so you know, Justin's yeah. master folder of all clothes. And um, we what? literally just, we put it in, in like the sweatshirt and then we fold the sweatshirt up into like, a, not a ball, but you know, it's like nicely folded. And have you ever folded a sweatshirt where um, you fold it into itself where you could like tuck it into the hood? Yeah. Yeah. So right, then we, yes. we do that fold and we put the plastic flask in the sweatshirt. Because they, they rarely well, will if I was they rarely trainer. will open it up. Like open up the sweatshirt yeah. like security at the festival. So that's a trick for people if they don't know how to sneak in alcohol to festivals. Um, but I definitely suggest um, getting like a for people like Justin who sweat a lot, like if you get a cooling towel, I feel like that helps you so much. Have you ever had a cooling towel? Oh good idea. No. That mm-hmm. is so smart cooling okay. towel will bring Definitely that sunscreen in the summer in vegas um oh yeah um sunscreen like i heard that they check stuff like that yeah because um, but you could bring an open because sunscreen that's how people used to sneak in alcohol because places yeah. like hot topic would sell <laughs> sunscreen bottles that are flasks and but right they sell it even with the sealer so you put your alcohol in and then you put the sealer on and then you close it so it looks like it's a brand new thing so when we did it it was like very very early when they barely like i think that was like the first time we ever saw that in hot topic so we we did it at coachella and we didn't get caught but we heard that other people started getting checked started getting their lotion like, checked unseal it yeah i think they would like try to open it and use it like squirt it out holy um, shit but we, it never happened to us luckily but like it's funny because ours would be cold alcohol <laughs> like if they touch it it's cold like don't they know that that's definitely not sunscreen <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah we luckily never got caught um, hmm, okay. but that's why I wrap it in the sweatshirt. I was gonna say, if I was your trainer, I'd be like, "Don't drink too much." I think he was more but worried about my food. Alcohol. I feel yeah. like if you just do straight alcohol with no sugars. I have a question about like you and drinking still, like because you're so mm-hmm. busy these days. Like, you pretty much are never 
just chilling or like have a day to recover how do you continue drinking for me i'm not even that busy and i already like get okay one beer obviously but i don't even finish my beer like i get sorry your thing is distracting me oh sorry (laughs) um no you're good you're good i get stressed out about how i'm gonna feel the next day especially being like almost 31 now oh even like a little bit of alcohol like beer i'm totally fine like my trainer said one beer a day is like doctor recommended for um digestion beer which makes sense really doesn't beer Um, make you like you know because kombucha Mm -hmm. it does but kombucha does too it helps you digest because of the cultures Mm. um but i can only really drink half a beer and um but when i order a cocktail i feel like the next day even if it's not a big hangover feel like it's gonna make me more tired than I would have or originally been well I, like, I definitely feel I it. have not drank like sugary alcoholic drinks other than truly if you count that but supposedly truly's don't have sugar in them but you don't feel like kind of shitty the next day even after like a couple truly's or but you drink the you drink like the lemonades or the uh, yeah I drink the truly like the ones lemonades. with sugar. Do they have sugar <laughs> in them? Um, I mean, well, one I don't even like really drink that much because I'm so busy. I I'm so tired. That's what it is. I don't even have the energy to like sit there and drink anymore. Especially because like yeah, we're older and I I don't know. I just feel like. If I'm not drinking to, like, get drunk, then I feel like it's a waste of calories. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, if I'm going to drink, then I want to get drunk. So there's no point in me, like, drinking right before bed. Because nothing, it's not going to do anything for me. So, like, and I can't drink during the day because I need to focus. So I really drink, really. I only drink if I am going out for an event or whatever and if I do drink recently I really have been just doing like tequila soda and limes and I don't get hangovers with those because there's no sugar in that like I don't feel shitty after those even from just the alcohol yeah I don't know what like because so yeah we went to a Padres game the other weekend and I drank like because I'm like bored at a baseball game all I can do is drink so I drank like maybe four tequila sodas with lime four or five max but four for sure oh dang did i drink dang, that much maybe my body just <laughs> now i'm like questioning rejects. it did i do four or did i do three either way i felt like it was a lot but i felt like it was a lot and i kept thinking like i don't even feel drunk right now like you know how um last time i was with you with justin and I was drinking tequila soda and you guys were saying that it was strong and I was like I don't taste the tequila like I don't taste it I don't know why yeah so I don't know if it's just something with me that I'm not like getting drunk anymore Um, I just don't know how alcoholics even exist sometimes because like I was talking to my trainer yesterday about um how I haven't drank like, since I've been back from the trip, and even when I was on the trip, it looked like I was drinking a lot, but really, mm-hmm. I wasn't. It was just for the gram. Um, I didn't finish any of my drinks. <laughs> um, he was like, well, 
if this makes you feel like better about like not drinking um, one of his other clients went to the doctor and he doesn't even drink that much he only like hardcore drinks like maybe once a month and drinks here and there but his doctor told him he's like close to having like liver failure if he continues to like get drunk so often i don't know is that like genetic or i feel like it could be um yeah it just kind of scared me but also made me feel better but still like people drink like all day sometimes Mm -hmm. like especially alcoholics like they wake up and they drink hard liquor yeah but I guess I yeah, ask. I, this, I wonder the same thing. I'm like, I don't know how people, especially people who say like, I'm a functioning alcoholic. Like, I can't function when I'm drunk. Like when I'm <laughs> drinking, unless it's like, oh, you're a functioning alcoholic because you're drinking alcohol and you're not actually like getting like drunk, drunk. You know, like I don't, I don't know what they mean by functioning alcoholic. Because then if that's yeah, like, if that's for example, like me drinking four tequila sodas at a game. For how many hours and I'm not feeling it or getting drunk but I'm still functioning is that count as a alcoholic like I don't know but what's the point then you don't get sleepy I mean normally I do that's why I was surprised that like that's why I feel like oh I'm not getting drunk because I wasn't feeling anything like wasn't feeling sleepy I wasn't feeling dis like you know like my visions all whatever like how I usually would if I was getting drunk like I was like there's no way my tolerance is higher now because I I drink less now (laughs) and I'm also eating like healthier foods that I feel like wouldn't necessarily be helping but to your question yeah I don't I don't know I don't drink that much so oh well my original original question was about festivals and we got way off topic Because I was saying, like, if I was your trainer, I would just say, like, well, don't drink too much because those are empty calories. But, I mean, it's a festival, whatever. I don't know. I would say I would just smoke weed. But Live your life. Weed makes me sleepy. <laughs> well, we're going to do shrooms for the first time. Maybe. Everyone. Maybe. For maybe. me, maybe. What? I don't know yet. I would only want to do, like, the smallest dose possible to, like, feel anything. Just to, you know, I'm not a hardcore like psychedelic I mean I get high but I don't do acid on the Mm -hmm. reg (laughs) like I don't know what's gonna happen how many times have you done acid um three times Mm. the first time I only did one tab and it was super chill things just looked like wiggly like the way they look when it's really hot outside and you see like a mirage um so nothing crazy I just laughed a lot and then yeah nothing crazy happened because it was just one tab and the next time I took two and my emotions were just like on manual like I definitely had to tell myself like okay everything's fine or like I don't know I described it as if you're on other drugs, like, those take the wheel. Mm. Um, those drugs are kind of, like, on molly or, like, um, weed. Like, you're in the back seat. Interesting. On those drugs. Whereas, in my opinion and experience, on, like, acid and shrooms, like, as much as 
it seems like those are extreme drugs and they make you see all sorts of crazy stuff and feel all sorts of crazy things like you are more in control of everything like you have to be in control like the drug isn't going to make you do anything like you have to, your feelings are on manual mm. like you have to tell yourself how to feel otherwise like other things around you might influence you i see in a certain way whereas like if you're on weed and someone pisses you off you might like laugh about it because weed is like controlling you to be more chill Mm, Um, interesting i don't know it is interesting i it's supposed to take away your ego so you are more connected to your surroundings and other Mm -hmm. people but that's what makes it so scary because you're not protected by anything and you feel okay doing that in a setting like a festival because I feel like most people that I hear about that um, do acid, like, it's definitely... Mm, I lie. There's different situations that I've heard people take it. I mean, I've heard so many different experiences, but, like, for me, I like doing it in an atmosphere with a lot of external stimuli. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because, let's say, s- something puts me in a bad mood I have another thing that my attention can Focus on. Mm-hmm. like gravitate towards whether yeah but if it was just like me and you in my room and like you piss me off like what yeah, nothing. <laughs> what am I gonna do <laughs> yeah <laughs> if we do it at a festival like you might piss me off but there's like cool music playing over there that I could go towards or like a couple like making out that I think is super romantic like different things I can grab my like that can grab my attention that could be like oh I know that's gonna put me in a good mood so I'm gonna go over there Mm -hmm. but some people do get stuck and it's because like they need to learn how to better be like self-aware and control their emotions I think it's a good training for that it definitely helped me interesting because I've had a bad trip before yeah I've had a bad trip before and the one thing I would tell people for, like, the one um, tip I would say is, like, make sure to remind yourself that this is going to end, and the best thing you can do is take advantage of the time that you have within this experience, because I didn't know that it wasn't going to end. Like, you don't have a concept of time. If you think it's going to last forever, like, in a dream, you don't have a concept Mm -hmm. of time. And that's exactly how it feels. But if you're like, oh, this is just a dream. It's only going to last X amount of hours. Like, let me use this as my playground to explore Mm. different feelings. And then your mind, like, that's how you're taking control of your own mind. Yeah, that's so interesting. If I was in a bad trip and I just kept telling myself, like, well, this is a bad mood, but it will end. That in itself will, like, diminish the negative effects, I think, of whatever situation (sighs) that was like (laughs) not stressful thinking about it but like I don't know going back to those times where I was really experimental I was like I was just like while you were talking about it I was thinking like oh that's cool but also at the same time like me being so like controlling of my own life and things that I do like I feel like it'd be so hard for me to like to tell myself like okay it's fine to not but isn't that better for you like because with alcohol and like weed and stuff you're telling yourself like no like 
I'm awake, but you can't, like, the drug is taking over, whereas with acid, all you have to do is tell yourself, like, no, I'm awake, and then all of a sudden, like, you can control mm. it. It's just, I don't mm. know. Mm-hmm. That's true. So I feel like for a control person in control, it would be... Better. I don't know. A better experience? Maybe. Albeit a more extreme makes... experience, because you're also hallucinating, yeah. <laughs> but... Like the like the walls might turn into different colors and stuff, but I don't know. I think that's what scares people. Reality is completely distorted. Yeah, I mean, when you, I can't wait for you to do it now. Who said I was gonna do it? (laughs) You said you were gonna try shrooms at least. Try microdosing, but we'll see. Well, you should look up the Netflix series um, about it. There's a Netflix series? It's only 20 minutes. Yeah, um, about psychedelics. Oh. It's really short. It's only 20 minutes. Interesting. It's cool. It actually has, like, one on anxiety, one on something else. What is it called? I don't know. Psychedelics? There's, like, five episodes. Something... It's called, like, Something Explained. Blank Explained. I think there's a lot of them now, um, but... Oh, you're talking about that series. Yeah, that series. Well, before there was only, like, five of them, but I guess recently they came out with a lot more. But that was one of the original ones, I think. And it's, like, psychedelic to explain, and it's only 20 minutes, and it it says one of the things you should do is go with a guide, or do it with a guide. Interesting. Oh, the guide is supposed to be sober, I think, but... Um. <laughs> is it the mind? No, it's not the mind explained. Yeah, it. I think that's. Yeah, no, that's one of them. Madness. Oh, psychedelics! Wait, are yeah. You it up? Yeah, I'm on Netflix, so our listeners can know what to look up. It's called The Mind Explained, and then psychedelics is, I think, the last episode of that season, as they call it. Ooh, yeah. I should, to, I should watch this whole. Um, season, because. That would be your memory homework. and then dreams. It my my Netflix is showing me that I watched the one about memory, but I don't remember. <laughs> which is ironic wow. and hilarious. But I don't <laughs> remember watching the one about memory. Um, I probably watched it while I was like at work. Um, but yeah, so there is an episode about memory, an episode sense. about dreams, which is interesting because we talked about that. Um yeah. And then anxiety, mindfulness, and psychedelics. I don't know why I didn't watch all of these yet. Uh, I'm so excited for you to watch it now. Now I definitely have to watch, I'm gonna watch it again next week. Just so we could talk about it. <laughs> did you even do the homework for this episode? I did. I did listen to it. I was listening to it on the way to, like, on my drives the past two days. I had to listen to it multiple times. Because my mind drifts, especially when I'm driving. Um, mm. And normally I'm really yeah. good at listening to it on drives to, like, personal training. Because I'm stuck in traffic and I'll be, like, really um, focused on it. Because I'm, like, interested in the topic. But this past week I've just been overwhelmed with wedding stuff. That, like, I try to listen to it and then I think of something like, oh... I need to do this for the wedding. And then I'll go and, like, text Justin real quick, like, oh, 
we need to do this, this, and this, and this. And it'll always spark a whole laundry list of things that we have to do. So then, um, yeah. So then, yeah. like, I had it's to keep like, yeah, I had to keep replaying it and rewinding it. And so there are some parts that I've heard like three times, and other parts that I've heard once, and I didn't get to rewind it to re-listen to it. I'm like, I feel like I got the gist of it. So, um, but there were parts in that that I was like that stuck out to me a lot. Um, I wanted to write it down so bad, but that's the problem with me like driving and listening. Um, yeah, that's why I had to call you when I was listening to it. Well, hold on. So the listeners know what we're talking about. It's um, an episode of Lady Gang with Whitney Cummings, and she talks about codependence. Um, but yeah, in the middle of the episode, I was like, oh my god, if I don't call Crystal, like I'm gonna forget <laughs> what I need to write down or say because I'm in the and car. And I think the the part that you called me at was happened to be the part that stuck out to me. I think it is. Um, was the part that you called me at when they talked about um, people, people pleasing, that, like, yeah, help helping um people pleasing like she was just explaining in general like about the problems with like people pleasing and just the way she talks about it and describes it like her definitions of each of these terms were so like well thought out yeah and it made so she much sense her like it was it was so crazy to hear because I'm like ooh that hurts but it's like also true <laughs> so it's like oh shoot she's talking to me <laughs> I feel seen um, <laughs> but yeah the, that part specifically where she said um, you know when you're at a party and you're just like always trying to offer like oh let me help clean up like what do you need me to do oh like I can go cook this or I can go clean this and and the host is kind of just like no like you don't need to do anything <laughs> and she was saying how basically like you're the asshole <laughs> it's like worse for me to say because like it sounds wow you make it, it sound so yeah I, I don't know the exact quote that she said oh I should have written it down her okay I'm not gonna go into detail but I do remember her saying people that try to offer too much help like, is another form of assholery, and that just stuck with me, and that's why I called you, because I had to repeat it to somebody, so I would remember it. Yeah. Um, And it's crazy, because I was watching Gossip Girl today, and um, it's an episode where there's this one girl who likes to, well, Blair, she likes to um, always, what is it called, like, get involved in everything and Chuck was like don't get involved in this and he really needed help with something but he wanted to do everything on his own like it meant a lot to him to get everything done his way on his own to prove it to himself Mm -hmm. that he could do it Mm -hmm. and she like she did it out of love but he told her multiple times like do not get involved like please do not get involved if you want to gain my trust back do not get involved and there was an incident where like he couldn't really like find a way around a problem and she ended up like fixing the problem for him but in the end like yeah the problem was fixed but 
it actually was worse because he was really happy because he thought he did everything by himself, but he didn't because she went behind his back and fixed the problem Mm. for him. And, like, because of that, he was like, yeah, go. Like, you're not invited to this event anymore because you helped with it. Um, Like, you betrayed my trust, even if it was to help me in the end. Like, Mm. yeah, helping isn't always, like, helping. And we have to, like, put our ego aside and realize that what we think is good for someone is not always what is good for someone. It might just be making it worse. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, I was like, I looked up the Whitney Cummings thing because it was really bugging me and I really wanted to know what she said about codependency. But there is an article where they were like um, talking to her about it and she basically is saying like um, when her therapist first suggested that she was codependent, she was super confused because she wasn't dating anyone and she thought that codependency meant that you were in a bad relationship with someone else and um and but what it really means is that you're in a bad relationship with yourself and she said that she couldn't say no to save her life like she um always had difficulty receiving gifts from other people um even though she often bought gifts for them when they would try to like give her something back even if it's something small as like buying her a two dollar coffee like she says that she would resist so much to the point where it would get awkward (laughs) and she was like and if someone gave me a gift I viewed it like a grenade I would have to wait until you left to open it because I was so worried I wouldn't receive it well enough and I do remember her talking about that in the podcast where like she just like like her the way like she described described how her mind worked and how like she always was just so like worried all the time about everything in any situation like the stress and anxiety and I was like oh my god that's me (laughs) oh this part this one part reminded me of you um I mean it reminds me of me too but like you recently is when she said codependency like the definition or something is basically not being mentally (laughs) able to handle someone's perceived discomfort Mm -hmm. I remember that and that I was like oh my gosh that is definitely both of us but like Mm -hmm. you recently because you're the one that's always like you're, you're more verbal about it than I am I think like I am sometimes but I keep it to myself Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah you're more like oh what if they feel this way or what if they feel that way mm-hmm. and I'm like who I cares know. but <laughs> it's just so funny because I'm like so hypocritical because I feel like I always say like um oh I don't care like who cares I don't care about how they feel and then like in some moments I'll feel like that and then other moments I'm like oh my god what if they're mad if I do this if I do x y and z like they're probably going to think ABC and then I'm it's gonna be bad and it's like I'm just creating situations in my head for no reason to stress myself out (laughs) I'm the asshole (laughs) yeah I'm trying to not be the asshole like it's definitely caused situations where I feel like I'm strategically being an asshole by trying not to well it was interesting because she was because 
because when she said that, um, that whole thing about, like, oh, when you keep offering to help, when they're, like, like, you know, like, she said, you know, you don't, if you're a good person, you don't have to keep doing things to prove that you're a good person. Like, a good person would just do these things without feeling, like, like, the attachments Mm, to it, like, you feel like you have to do these things. I don't know. I'm terrible at, like, reiterating what she said. But it it just made so much sense. No, that's true, yeah. Like, but I felt like I, whenever I try to, like, offer help and, like, do things like that, I don't feel like I'm trying to prove to people, like, I'm a good person, I'm a good person, look at me, look at me, like, I'm helping. I feel like I'm genuinely offering help because I want to help but 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 do you know how sometimes I'm like this person is so codependent that they believe their own bullshit like they believe that they're actually a good person when in reality they're I feel like they're manipulating like the situation Mm -hmm. but they don't fully understand that they're doing it like a child almost like yeah children can be very manipulative but you know they're not coming from a bad place they just don't yeah but they aren't but they also know that they're kind of manipulating it because what they want to be perceived as is more important than like what reality is Mm -hmm. like I said like sometimes helping is not helping you just want it to be known that like you're helping but you could actually be hurting especially if like you're someone that's like trying to help or like offer that help and like it's because you want that feeling in return that like you know oh I do look like now they know like I am the good person or because you're doing it with the wrong intentions or some people especially if like you know they're manipulating the situation to like what you were talking about well like yeah well like okay so what if someone doesn't like being helped like they feel claustrophobic Mm -hmm. and you're trying to help them but like they don't want to tell you I'm claustrophobic because if that sounds rude and now there's like a weird conflict like you should have just said like if the person's like no I don't need help then maybe just like back off instead of I don't know because you don't know what's going on in their head either you're just creating your own reality like oh they're just trying to be polite and say no yeah to be polite but like you don't know (laughs) most people will think that like I definitely sometimes think that like oh they're just saying no to say no like to be polite but really like they do need the help or whatever because they're not going to be like yeah yeah help me that that's just how my mind works when I hear that when in reality that's probably not yeah it's taught me to like be more vocal about when I do need help and when I don't need help that way people don't ever have to guess (laughs) But, see, I feel like then... Wait, did something happen with your yeah. headphone? <laughs> I'm trying to, like... Okay, because I was, like... I was, like, pause, but then you were still talking. I was, like, okay, let me see if I could just recover. Um. <laughs> well, that happens to you sometimes, but, like, you'll go in and out, but then I'll be, like, oh, it's fine. I'll just listen to it later. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my gosh, I was going to say something about what you just said. About, like, being more vocal about... Um, seeing if I need help. Oh, yeah, like, that's another thing, like, we, we would have to, like, tell people, like, this is, 
like this is me this is who I am so if I tell you something like this then then I then you have to know that I really mean it in this way I don't like I don't know how you have conversations like that with people like I do have conversations like that with people and they completely ignore me (laughs) and that's when I start to like distance myself when I say no multiple times and they can because I'm a very like when I want to be alone like I want to be alone even if I'm struggling with something if I say no, no means no. <laughs> like, I don't want to be around people. Sometimes I'm so stressed out, like, I don't want to bring people into my energy. Yeah. And people try to come in, and I'm like, dude, now I have to worry about you, like, about your discomfort. Obviously, I can't handle that. Mm-hmm. And so now I've been better about, like, like help me. Like, But then when people try to, like, they're so adamant about being helpful that I've had to distance myself from people like that. And I've even told them our energy in the same place just creates like a disaster in a sense because even though we're, we might be very giving people when there's too many giving people in the same area you're just wasting energy mm. because some of that energy doesn't need to be given like we're just trying to outdo each other <laughs> no one's like putting their foot mm. down yeah i don't does that make sense like at all no yeah it, uh, it's just, I'm only responding awkwardly because I just had another thought of something that she said um, in the episode where she was saying, um, um, oh, where, um, like, codependents or people who are codependent, like, tend to do things like, like, what I said earlier with, um, like trying to offer like over offer like the help but also like they can't accept Mm -hmm. things back like they can't like for her when she was saying the example like she can't accept gifts back or whatever it's because um it's mostly it's most likely because these types of individuals like don't don't value themselves they don't feel like they're worth anything and that's why they have the struggle of like accepting gifts or accepting compliments or things like that because they um, like don't they have really poor self-esteem from whatever the reasoning may be from insecurities or trauma or whatever and I don't know while you were talking like that just sparked in my mind but like it's but even then like let's say I knew that about you like I know that you can't accept compliments it's not my job to make you believe that about yourself yeah I'm not gonna be like no crystal you must believe what I believe about you like no it's never gonna happen unless you figure it out yeah I feel like us saying that to a codependent person would make that person be like but I must still like continue to help that person believe the best about themselves and like uplift them and it's like make it our job to oh fix yeah everything. oh yeah that's also what she was talking about too like oh <laughs> there are also people that are like oh they always want to fix the man they always want to fix this guy and it's like no he doesn't need fixing like he can do shit on his own he's not stranded on an island like he i mean and even if he does need fixing like it's not your job that's not mm-hmm. your job yeah exactly <laughs> yeah we have too much to talk about that it's just because I feel like especially like I mean 
luckily, like, we're at a point in our lives where I feel like we're not so much like that anymore. Like, not, like, we still kind of are, like, we still have our ways of being codependent, but it's not as intense and hardcore as it, I would say it used to be. Like, throughout our lifetime, throughout our 30 years of life, I've definitely, like, every time she set an example of someone who's codependent and things that they do or tendencies that they have, I'm, like, definitely, like, there are parts of my life where I was definitely, like, that person. I was definitely a person who felt like I needed to fix someone or I needed to help fix someone, like. Oh, yeah. um, Or I was always the person that, like, you know, was always trying to, like, offer X, Y, and Z. Like, I would literally give the shirt off my back for someone, you know, like. But also I feel like because I was kind of to your raised that way. Yeah. And and then, yeah. Like giving from an empty cup mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to the episode. Well, obviously I listened to the episode we last posted. But um, when I said the part about like, oh, in this new relationship I'm in, I know it's different. I feel like people say that a lot. But... I realized recently, which I talked to you about earlier, um, bringing up relying on a significant other for financial stuff, mm. like, the old me would never, never ask my significant other for mm-hmm. money. Even if I literally was, like, I don't know, <laughs> like, really needed it for something, I don't know, like, something super important, I still wouldn't ask for help. And for the first time ever, I literally was, like can I have money? (laughs) Like, without even questioning it. Like, I was worth helping. Like, I did not have any pride in that moment. And to me, like, needing money was more important than, like, feeling good about myself and feeling like that person, yeah, that doesn't need Mm -hmm. help. And I was like, dang, that is, that is, like, a huge milestone for me. Like, finally asking someone, yeah, other than my parents, this is the first time I've asked for money from someone other than my parents. And it's, like, not even just asking for money. It's, like, asking for money without feeling all of the feelings that you used to feel when, like, you know, feeling super bad or embarrassed or whatever. Like, it's, like, such a different situation. I probably would have beat myself yeah. up about it. It's, like, even a... It's much bigger of a deal now that, like, you were able to do it without any attachment feelings. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Growth. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag growth. Growth. <laughs> but still codependent. <clears throat> um, still working on that codependency, but... Uh. Wait, do you have a moment, like, where you were like, whoa, I'm not... Like, this is something I would have stayed up for days about? I mean, mine's probably not as serious. Like, the first thing that can come to my mind right now... Um, because I feel like it was such a big deal for me before, and it kind of <laughs> relates from our last, I think it was our last episode. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, um, the whole, like, social media group chat thing, when I remove myself from all of that, um, by doing that, I feel like, um, that was, like, the biggest change or shift that I've noticed in the way that I think like I don't I don't have that 
pressure or anxiety of um, trying to be someone that I'm not online and also like the pressure and um, like as a friend of like seeing other people and what they're doing and like not being invited or not being a part of it or not being able to experience that or you know like all the feels that you normally would get on social media like I don't like I can go on social media and not have any feelings at all about what I'm seeing I'm just scrolling and I'm like cool good for you good for you like happy for you like <laughs> I'll like like before like to be completely honest and I don't know if anyone knows this or I don't I obviously I'm pretty sure no one even cares or would know except maybe <laughs> Justin but I used to not like people's posts like if I really didn't like it like Wait, if what? I didn't like what I was seeing I wouldn't <gasps> like it like I wouldn't heart it like if if wait yeah are you serious? if you posted a picture of you like like for instance like you going on that trip with your other friends if uh-huh. I if that really made me that probably me back then I probably would have felt really like oh my gosh like can't believe Lauren went on this trip like I've been wanting to go on like a long like trip like that like I wouldn't like your pictures because I just didn't like that situation. Yeah, so in my mind, I'm like, if I don't like it, I'm not going to like your picture. Like, I'm not going to give you that, like, as if it meant something. Like, as if it was a big deal. Like, I don't know why. I just... (laughs) Because sometimes... sometimes That would be the opposite of what I would think about you. would be like, why don't you like my... I think she... I think he did bring it up to me one time. Like, why don't you like my pictures? Or like why did you not like this picture or whatever? And I'm like, why are you even noticing that I didn't like it? Like, I would just, like, turn the situation around. I don't even remember why I didn't like whatever I didn't like on his post at the time because it's so far, far from now, like, a long time ago. But, yeah, that was something that I used to do, and it made me feel so, like, I hated being on social media because of it. Like, I always felt so um like annoyed on social media and that's why I felt like clearly because I but that's like my my shift in my mindset now like I am trying to be more positive and I feel like I don't know if this is just in my mind um but you know when I look back on those days and that whole thing about like you know you are bringing the energy like you know you're creating your energy your life what's happening to you is like only you can control what's happening to you so like for me back then I was the kind of person that would something bad would happen and I would just sulk and like and always feel like I'm being attacked like I'm the victim whatever whatever like I would I would literally sit in a tub of my negative energy like because something negative came at me or something bad came at me like I would just sit with it and sulk with it and live with it and accept it and I feel like I was always so like like not angry but also like not happy like when I, it, yeah. it was definitely something that I noticed that I did when people, when I would bump into people and they'd be like, oh, hey, how are you? How are you doing? 
Like, you know, normally it's just like, oh, I'm good, I'm good, how are you? But I would never say that. Mm-hmm. I would always be like, eh, I'm okay. Like, you know, like, I mean, sometimes I still do that now, but but I do it way less than I did before because I'm trying to, you know, have a whole, like, energy shift and vibe and try to be more positive. But back then, like, I would always never say I'm good because I'm always telling myself because I'm not good. Why am I going to tell you I'm good when I'm not? Like... And it was this whole, like, I realized that I'm, I was such a negative, like, Nancy. Even though I would tell myself I wasn't, I knew that I was. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like I'm bringing this bad energy to my life, and that's maybe why I'm not happy. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to find happiness in my life because I just feel like maybe it's part of the whole thing where I feel like I don't deserve it or whatever, like... I mean, because, you know, in high school, like, I was very, like, I'm an emo kid. I'm going to stay emo kid. Like, (laughs) my life sucks. So. But also, like, if you're codependent, like, if you're more codependent, you're always, your energy is always, like. Dependent on someone else's. Negative in a Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, exactly. Like, helping other people or dealing with other people's problems. And then, like, letting all these other things affect you from someone else versus like within yourself right because you don't think yeah because you don't think highly of yourself so you're always pleasing Mm -hmm. other people that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah it was such a people pleaser know that about the liking thing though that's like a weird like passive aggressive yeah you know and i didn't even i didn't even realize that until like right now in this moment like wow i did that says something <laughs> that's so salty I know. <laughs> but it's like a subtle saltiness because no one unless you really it's like very subtle. unless you were a person that like looks at their likes to see like who liked my post like no one would notice that that i didn't you know I, unless someone really cared that's if I did so that, but. yeah that's so appropriate for like recently because i think after everything that i've told you about my social media I think um gaining more control and like curating social media Mm. and making it look a certain way has given me freedom or like not freedom but insight into how perfect you can make your life look when it in reality it is the complete Mm. opposite of how it looks Mm. like all my tiktok videos I tell people like people be like you had so much fun like you look (laughs) so happy and I would tell them like literally that is the opposite of what is going on in those videos and I will proudly say that because it speaks to my like creative side like how can mm-hmm. I turn this terrible situation into like a video that looks amazing yeah um and the trip that I just went on like it's going to look fun it's going to look amazing all the pictures are going to look like I had the time of my life but I'll gladly tell people like there was so much conflict and it wasn't what it seems it nothing is ever what it seems and so like I can now like people's Instagram posts like the stuff that used to make mm-hmm. me upset and jealous I realize now like I'm sure in the background they were like having a shit show and this picture is like their one like spark of joy that happened or might have been like the one happy moment that they had <laughs> that day or like them convincing themselves that like this day was worth yeah. it <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, I like everything Yeah, that's now. what I was going to say. Like, I am, like, turned around from who I used to be because now I literally, like, I just like everyone's posts because I'm like, 
yeah, I'll support you. Like, you know, like, no matter what it is, I'm just like, yeah, I'll like it. I'll like it. I'll like it. <laughs> Being Henry in the group chat, <laughs> making sure it doesn't <laughs> flop. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> if I had an Android, it would literally be, like, Henry liked every single message that I wrote. <laughs> he even likes his own messages. <laughs> um, well, yeah, uh, we've been, had been running out of time. But, I mean, there's really no time limit. We just we just haven't really spoken because I was on a trip for 10 days. And, like, I miss I know. you. So weird. So I much. will say. I mean, we, we already discussed this and talked about this. But it was definitely so weird not talking to you for, like, what felt like forever. But it was, like, what, a week? <laughs> or No, it was okay, 10 yeah, days. So it was, like, forever. Like 10 or 11 whole days. <laughs> We didn't, we even, didn't text. even text, we didn't so. talk, and then the fact that we didn't podcast <laughs> either, when we were on, like, a routine already, we, we got into this groove, we were on yeah. this routine, we were going, and then it just, like, stopped, and then I was like, what do I do with my life right now? I'm like, I guess I'll plan my wedding stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, things you uh, need to I know. do. Um, yeah, the podcast is, like, not an escape, but just, like helps you kind of or like what am I trying to say put your thoughts together and like center yourself it's funny because I feel like yeah I mean or myself recording the podcast (laughs) and like you know just having these like random conversations with you um is like my rest time is like my chill time where um I'm not you know stressing out about the wedding or work or babysitting because one like I like my mom knows like I'm recording so like don't bother me so it's like my like the only <laughs> time I have like my me time just like Justin's her. not here my mom's yeah. not here Jackson's not here like no one's bugging me I don't have to like answer emails like I can literally just sit here and be in this conversation with you like present in this moment which is like what I should do with like meditation and stuff but instead of like prioritizing that like it's the vodka. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I honestly could not stop thinking about the podcast during the whole trip. It was very, like, daunting. I didn't think I would be that... Yeah, me too. Like, sad about it. <laughs> you could even ask them, um, like, how much I was like, I wish I brought my laptop. Like, I just want my laptop. <laughs> like, crying. <laughs> like a baby. Like, I just want my yeah. laptop. <laughs> Dude, I did cry on the trip. Oh, oh my god. But that's, that's for another, another time. time. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so thanks, thanks for, for listening, listening to this random episode. Uh, rate us five stars. I never say that, but I'm going to start reminding you because... Yes, rate us five stars if you're um, codependent just like us. Um, Make us happy. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> We need your approval. We need your five stars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>